I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Betches Media presents... Chrissy Teigen referred to Donald Trump as a pussy ass bitch. Look, he's a sick puppy. He, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be there. Well, I lost half a day of skiing. I'm gonna punch him out. And I'm gonna go to jail. I'm gonna be happy. The Betches Sub Podcast. A speaker has not been elected. Hello, hello. This is the Betches Sub Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. I'm Amanda Duberman, the news director at Betches. I'm Elise Morales, a comedian and the writer of the Betches Sup newsletter. And I'm Millie Tamaris, comedian and sub video contributor. And today we are joined by two incredibly special guests. The first is Glennis Mahar. She's a political strategist and one of the co-founders of Generator Collective, which is setting a new standard for civic duty by humanizing policy through people-powered stories on Instagram. And we'll get into what all of that means. She is joined today by her collaborator on that project and the co-founder of Generator Collective, Alana Glazer, who you also know from being Alana Glazer. <laughs> we have all of these incredible actors here, and I can promise none of them are AI generated. No. Promise. My titties are AI, but <laughs> everything else is real. Okay, nice. <laughs> I can assure you that this podcast is 100% real today. Thank you both so much for joining us. This is so exciting. Thanks Our for having pleasure. us. So yeah. excited to be here. We will start as we do with every show, which is when we start with a number. Today's number is six because that is how many months away the Iowa caucuses are. No. no. <laughs> I'm not ready. Pause. Me neither, dude. Pause for groans. Can you believe it? Time just keeps on going, doesn't it? Time is so strange. And since COVID, it's like, People are like, this goes fast. Oh, you were saying it before. Can you believe it's July? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I believe <laughs> anymore. Time is weird. I've been told. I'm like, oh, I have a new wrinkle and the Iowa caucuses are six months away. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. July means nothing to me. Uh -huh. <laughs> it just pre-COVID, like in late stage capitalism, time is just so different than it was before. It used to be like school year. And now it's like time warp all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> on the Marvel movie about time. Also, so uh, much is going to happen between exactly. Now and that's Iowa what scary is. Right. You can't even think about it because it's too overwhelming. Well, we're going to spend the next hour thinking about it. How many things can DeSantis yeah. ban before? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> All right. So Joe Biden is widely expected to win the nomination, despite a challenge by anti-vaxxer. Robert F. Kennedy, and I'm sure we did all see. Sorry to interrupt. L O L. Yeah. The 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 man who holds his fundraisers in a Dutch oven. Did you guys see this? Yeah, the fart. The farting. You know, I'm just like lately trying to detox as much as I can from constant onslaught of content. But I saw R. What what the R F K held a fundraiser, and I was like, I'm gonna take that and do this. I didn't click it, but I just I kept it. Wow, good for you. I filed it, but I didn't. He lost his mind, right? He lost his mind because someone ripped one. Somebody said that they were ripping one. Millie, take us through what happened. Please tell. Yeah, please. Yeah, I missed this fart. I missed this fart entirely. The fart around the world. Millie, storyteller extraordinaire. So I black Twitter correspondent and fart correspondent apparently. Dope, 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 dope. No, but apparently had a uh, fundraiser 
where two of his elderly supporters right. Holy were moly. Uh, farting, and one is like, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm going to fart. Or he said, I'm farting, and let one out. I'm loudly. farting. I'm farting. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. You know, yeah, and, and if I read you, the article is actually, I'm the dying. language in the article said tremendous fart. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, thunderous, thunderous, I read. Thunderous, I read. thunderous, thunderous. <laughs> yes, yes, so. So you watched uh, it, Millie. I, I was there. You can't I actually, not. You know, Robert F. Kennedy has some good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, the Vax thing, no, I, I don't know, yeah, I'm split you know, on, it split is on. like, what is going on um, with So, so you hormones. watched it, and is it, it's audible it's and fun? There's no video, I'm sorry. It's okay. all just for page six. It's not even in, like, it's not even the New York Times or even God forbid just the New, New York, York Post, Post part no. of the New York Post it's on page, no, it's on page keeps, repeating, yeah. keeps reposting that Joe Biden's angry he's like Joe Biden yells at people right. like or, or that, Hunter that, Biden like hanging Hunter out Biden with says, sex workers five years ago Hunter yeah. Biden's yeah. like hot and <laughs> yeah okay is that Love what it. it is they just can't get over that Hunter Biden it's like AOC it, that's what I'm saying definitely mm-hmm. nobody but, can get over AOC's beauty they, yeah. they hate it they hate so it. Yeah. Much and the same thing with Hunter. It's too hot. Hilarious. He's too hot. Classic, classic Caucasian hot man. They can't. They can't deal with it. I love it. They're they- obsessed with also like drawing political cartoons of AOC, where like they try to make it seem like she's not very beautiful. Very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it, it reminds me of like I feel like what, years ago they tried to make that video go viral of her like dancing on a roof, and I was like, this looks like the most fun. Uh-huh. Person, yeah. I, w- I would like to dance with this uh-huh. person. Yeah, hilarious. The o- sorry, guys. Sorry, Boston. The only way that Boston looked fun was that one. <laughs> right, right. Sorry, Boston. Yet again, another L. But um, yeah, she was on the thing. I'm like, should I have gone to Boston University? It looks and fun danced. in this one video. Can I say one more thing about the fart? Okay, yeah, yes. of course. Endless. Um, there's no. There's no end to no this conversation. Yeah. I do feel like that's kind of one of the things that you have to grapple with if you're gonna put like promote not mainstream medical treatments and theories is like you're probably going to be in some farty rooms yeah, yeah. we don't really know yeah. the supplements Definitely. that are being taken right yeah. um no fiber has ever been ingested being there. drink yeah, yeah, like yeah. snake oil being served exactly yeah. that's yeah. a snake oil fart yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen okay as someone who you know my birthday is on friday and it's birthday. like the sixth or seventh anniversary of me kissing a guy on my birthday and he farted <gasps> and um very very hot guy. The, it, it's okay. the protein powder though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when they have ads powder. and they have the protein powder and the Joe Rogan fan base, you know they're drinking some nasty what like shit. Wait, Millie, he farted during yeah. the kiss. This is a whole story. <laughs> yes. The personal was political. Was, it was the personal was political. It was I had a dance party and someone kept farting and everyone's like, "What the fuck <laughs> is that smell?" Who's doing it? We couldn't Damn. tell. Silent but deadly. Then everyone's leaving. Apparently. Silent but deadly. And we're dancing, whatever. Everyone left. Dance floor cleared, just me and him. He's helping me look for my shoes. Yes, I'm sloppy. <laughs> then we kiss, and then I just smell it again, and I'm like, oh my God. It was this guy. So he was ripped, and that's why you say yeah, the protein powder ripped. thing? Because he, he drinks... RFK just, is famously ripped. He's ripped. That's what I'm saying. It's all connected. I'm not just trying to. I'm not just bragging to the public that I I made out with a so guy. So we'd and he rather farted. have cocaine in the White House than Absolutely. egregious flatulence. Well, cocaine. I'm sure the farts are not going to be great either, <laughs> but it's not as. I don't know. 
All right, let's return now <laughs> to the family leadership summit, shall we? So obviously there is much Damn. fodder to discuss with Democrats. If Democrats Damn. were always in power, this is all we would ever have to talk about. All we would ever have Who to talk farted? about. Where's the coke? <laughs> Wait, is Robert F. Kennedy a Democrat? Yeah, yeah, he's running in the Democratic That's primary. So funny. So he might like if he loses his primary <laughs> run as like maybe he'll do third party maybe if Joe Manchin doesn't do that. Yeah, Joe maybe. Manchin. But he's picking up like what like fifteen percent or something. I have no Joe idea Manchin. what RFK oh, is doing. Ask yeah. Amanda about Joe Manchin. <laughs> I saw Joe Manchin in person, and I simply was, I found it uh, slightly disarming by the man's height and physical charisma. That's all and I'm saying. She said he was hot. Shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Millie has not gone an episode without bringing it Amanda, up. Joe Manchin, only physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only physically. Only physically. It's, it's a real thing. Politics, though. It's yes. yes. charismatic and legitimacy. And height. Is oh, height. True, true, true. Pro yeah. Ryan, yeah. Okay. Male height. Sure. Yeah, exactly. No, no, and it's true what you said. I bring it up because I did envision Joe Manchin to be 5'4". Right. And then when you said he was 6'4". He presents as 5'4". But he's, he presents as 5'4". But his policies are 5'4". Yes, exactly. Are Although I like a short there. king. Same. I just want to say short king. He was a short king. Yeah. I farted was short. But, uh, <laughs> short and ripped. But I'm just saying, I thought he was 5'4", and he's 6'4". So... But yeah, Damn. he might be in Joe Manchin's party. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that you bring it up, Millie. Never stop. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think I think it's really important that we center men in this podcast <laughs> by women. Because no one ever does. Yeah. 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 No. All right, so we've been hearing a lot about the Republican candidates because mm. the primary season, as we discussed, is really heating up. And people are starting, the media is starting to pay even closer attention to their fundraising and press tours. But last week, throughout the last week, we've seen these Republican candidates flex their horrifying bona fides at the Turning Point Action Conference and Iowa's Family Oof. Leadership Summit. These happened over a course of a few days. Okay, so the Family Leadership Summit is organized by an evangelical group. And it's attended typically by 2,000 Iowans. And this year, Tucker Carlson interviewed a number of the candidates on stage. The Turning Point Action Conference was in Florida. And it's organized by the pro-Trump grassroots group focused on millennial conservatives that was founded by Charlie Kirk. So before we go into what (laughs) happened there, for the three stand-ups that we have here, Millie, Elise, and Alana, would you rather do stand-up at the Turning Point Action Uh, Conference in Florida? Yes. Yes. (laughs) The Turning Point Action Conference in Florida, where Trump was present, or the Family Leadership Summit in Iowa, which is more evangelical, but Trump was was not there. Ooh, Florida for me. Turning Point. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Florida. Charlie Kirk? Yeah. That's the Florida one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Florida. There's so much comedy about Florida. Trump being there is really funny. I feel like I never watched his roast battle, but I feel like roasting him is the same as something he thinks are compliments. So I feel like it would be easy to do Trump roasting. Love your big gold toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll go with the other one. I'll I'll Thank put God. the counterpoint. I'll go. Where's the other one? Iowa. The evangelical, evangelical one Iowa. Iowa. And my re- okay. My reasoning for that is, is that the last time that Trump had to watch stand up about himself, it empowered him to run for president. There's, right, there's that right. narrative that like Obama made a joke about him, and that's why he right. became kind of the demonic force that he is today. And so I don't want to be. I don't want people showing clips of my stand-up and then his angry face and being like, and this is why mm. he took over the legislature yeah. and declared whatever I do it wanna, is he wants to I declare. do want to make sure everyone heard Millie's joke about the uh, about the family Thanks. leadership conference being held by evangelicals that it was three families. Yeah, because it's 2,000 families, three families. Uh, 2,000 oh, people, three families. Yes. I couldn't I do it and don't know math. So I was like, <laughs> I like didn't get it. Cool, um, LOL, that's funny. I just have to say just one point. What is up with Republicans having so many fucking conferences? It's worse than anime fans. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. how many cons are they doing? I mean, look, 
anime fans, they dress up, they wear a different costume. These motherfuckers are wearing the same suit at every, co- like, I think they don't times? socialize. I think yeah. they don't have social lives. Yeah. And, like, evil money-churning events are the way that they Hang out. can come at night mm-hmm. um, after the <laughs> event. Um, no, because they can't be on dating apps. I already, we well, again, we... They can apps, be on dating apps. They, they have they're the like right on, stuff. Only down low. Yeah, but nobody, mm-hmm. those are all, like, fake, pro, like, profiles. Yeah. Like, no women are on there. They complain all the time, so they go on Hinge and say moderate, which we all know by now. It's moderate conservative. is conservative. Yeah. Conservative. So that's how they go for get sure. laid too. They do dress up though, like they do. Mm. There is like a cosplay element for them where they'll bring like the biggest flag you've ever seen and have on kind of like a little revolutionary war outfit. So maybe that's where they get out some of their like creative cosplay energy. It is community building too. Yeah, like I. I'm sure they feel very connected and inspired by their movement and mission. <laughs> by, by watching Mike Pence just speak thrillingly to Tucker Carlson. True, exactly. But this yes. the family one, the Iowa one was literally just Tucker Carlson kind of just like interviewing and like asking, I guess, hard questions to these people. Apparently Mike Pence got booed. What? Wow. <laughs> Mike Pence got booed for maintaining that he could not have overturned the election. Oh, yeah. great. Wow. Yeah. I really actually think Tucker Carlson interviewing is positive because he's an inf- a source of infighting in yeah. the conservative movement. Mm. Let them fight. I feel personally, like yeah. I think this whole past like few months yes. has been a lot of Republican infighting, and that's why it's, it's exciting and yeah. fun. Because yeah. they've all been yelling at. Well, they did at Turning Point. Trump was like, "Ron should just go back to Florida. He's out here. <laughs> you should just get well, out go here. back to your country." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ron, yeah. yeah. Well, no, Meatball Run is my favorite. Yeah, Meatball me Run. too. Yeah, yeah. I heard that recently. I was I like, Meatball Run. I like that. I don't that. know why he hasn't doubled down on Meatball Run. Like I he's acting like, yeah. like he's still fishing for new. Nicknames and I'm like you got like you I was like Meatball Ron was a return to form as far yeah. as like nicknames yeah. for him. Is it because he looks like a meatball? I would I say yes. I Maybe would it say is a height thing. Like a Snooki's a meatball. Ron DeSantis Larry. is a meatball. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know his height? Is he Italian American? Is this a, yes. he is. He yeah. is. And he, so that's like a whole thing because like his family's oh Catholic or whatever, sure. and like he's like ashamed <laughs> of it, and he's like. Ashamed of it because it's progressive. Hello, But Catholicism is not progressive. Yes, no. well, systemic not, pedophilia among the priesthood is really well, progressive. Because Joe Biden's a Catholic, so yeah, right. it's like I, I was reading this thread. It was like a, a oh, thread so on scary. Twitter uh, thread about thread. like how difficult it is for politicians to not be Christians, and that's like Ron DeSantis has like been stepping away from his Italian identity wow. and mm-hmm. his like Catholic. Upbringing, upbringing yeah. because he wants to be more thing, but my, more evangelical, banning more evangelical. books about Italians, and his, you know, and you know, again, the Catholics would not approve of his wife's fashions, which is all those <laughs> those elbow length gloves that she wears mm. with every outfit. She's trying to be Jackie O. Yeah, it's, but yeah. officially, Jackie O did yeah. not shop at Dress Farm. But anyway, hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. 
There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So at both of these events, I think what they did have in common is that the candidates... They denied the existence of trans people, just the existence of them, celebrated extremist bans on abortion rights, and vowed vowed more bans. And they also questioned the need for ongoing military support for Ukraine. So, you know, issues such as gender identity, reproductive care, and free speech have come up a lot at these events. These are, you know, often invoked buzzwords as the GOP embraces these culture wars to animate their base. What do you guys think this embrace that we saw over the past week, what does this tell us about how these guys think that they can win? It seems like this this is the playbook that they are going for, and they are going to try to out-culture war each other, mm -hmm. that they think this is working for them. Great question. <laughs> the question is in terms of like doubling down on. Why do they think this will work for them? Do you I think? have no idea. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, we talk about culture wars ad nauseum yeah. because we're kind of in them and just the work that we do. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. But we do know that Republicans are very, very strongly uh, supportive of what they are against. Right. They're against so many things like the existence of trans people, whereas Democrats are saying we are for X, Y and Z. I'm really curious right. to see how the culture wars play out. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, I think but um, I think that uh, the culture wars have been working for conservatives for the past, let's say, 40 years, because that's how long Mitch McConnell has been planning to get as many um, conservative anti-human rights federal judges in office. And he succeeded. Um, they succeeded. I call everybody they, and I think mm -hmm. it's actually, uh, I want to start employing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they, conservatives, are winning. You know, they fund, they fund the conservative culture wars. Unfortunately, progressives and Democrats do not fund the culture wars, and they don't understand, you know, they're looking for specific data and impressions. And also, I think sometimes excuses not to give their money. And we'll I still take it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think the conservatives have that right. However, this infighting is exciting because I think they're so lost in their white supremacy. They are so lost in their love of capitalism and they're so lost in their misogyny, homophobia and transphobia that they actually don't know which way to go. You know, um, the fact that Republicans are becoming an alt-right organization and, and are yeah. obviously and started that way but now it's so overt rooted in you know christian nationalism as well right like religion is culture and you look at turning point usa right charlie kirk has like hand-picked these different female influencers to be the beacon of republican ideologies and the trad family and new health and wellness trends aka taking away your own access to birth control yeah. because it's bad for you mm -hmm. um to alana's point it's like they've been so good at it right and we have to get much better at it mm -hmm. and i think that their 
it's exciting to see the cracks for me. Yeah. Like, you know, that's why I'm like, Tucker Carlson, put him on, put him mm-hmm. in coach because he <laughs> is splitting things without realizing it. Trump is splitting things without realizing it. Um, and I love that there's still some Republicans who um, have access to their human organs and the others are just becoming robots, alt-right robots, alt-right robots. And I, I think there's an exciting opportunity in those cracks. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately the group will unify under white supremacy, unify under anti-basic human rights policy. Um, and I think to your point, Glennis, about uh, conservatives are against basic human rights, um, progressives and Democrats are for basic human rights. You know, you could say what you want about the Democrats. They are for basic human rights. Um, these days with the algorithms that we have stoking fucking hate, stoking fucking, what opinion do you have? And it better be hateful because that'll get likes. It's easier to be against shit. It's harder to harness a message around being for stuff, unfortunately. I don't think so. Like Generator is really, yeah. we are really into messaging that is for um, America for Gen Z and millennials. We are we are fucking stoked that Gen Z and millennials are the biggest voting block in America's history ever from like Ooh, 1776 yeah. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, ever, ever. We are the biggest voting block in 2024. We're fucking stoked about that. We are stoked about reappropriating patriotism. Fuck you. You do not define what patriotism means for all of us. Patriotism to me means policy that protects the basic human rights of trans people, policy that uplifts black trans people, policy that protects the basic human rights of gay families, queer-centric families, women, men's emotional health. Yeah, I'm into yeah. that, yeah. dog. Yeah. I'm into free community college for everybody. White supremacist, I actually want you to get education. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Men, I want men to have access to mental health. Then we'd probably have less mass murder via gun violence mm-hmm. in yeah, public absolutely. spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's harder, but it's actually possible. And like, I even get energized yeah. and feeling that energy. Like, we all know that that energy of, of like hating shit and getting mad. And, you know, Elise was saying earlier about Twitter. Um, trolling yeah. you yeah. to get you fucking pissed and you're like fuck this i'm out i know that fucking feeling i even know the feeling of just jealousy lately mm-hmm. I, i'm on instagram and i'm like why do i want to be yeah. 10 other people yeah because this is designed to make me want to be 10 other people and i'm so sick of this i i i actually think instagram and tiktok is a brilliant fucking tool for progressive messaging mm-hmm. But so I need to like put guardrails around my yeah. usage because yes. it makes me ill. It makes yeah. me mentally ill. It stokes my anxiety. It stokes my depression. It stokes my self-loathing. By design. By design. By, yeah. by design. And it's so, it's such an interesting impulse to like, that I find myself fighting to like, look at stuff that's gonna upset me. Like even with, you know, this SAG strike, which we've talked about on the podcast, over the weekend, I found myself like purposefully looking at comments from people who are like saying, negative stuff about the yeah. strike or being like these actors wow. or blah, blah, blah. and I and I had to stop myself and be like why am I actually like why am I going into comments and looking for stuff that upsets me when actually if I if I pull back a little bit I can see a bunch of like awesome solidarity and posts that actually make me feel really good and really strong in like what my union is doing and yeah. how all these people are coming together and I had to like yeah, I had to kind of like check my own self and be like, stop going looking for stuff that upsets you. But yep. I do feel like the way social media has been up until mm-hmm. now, it's trained you to kind of search for that feeling a little bit. Yeah. Well, I just I think that's why it's so important what y'all are doing, because if you talk to any conservative person, the re- the reality is like that in general, not just conservative, like in general, 
we get our views from on from social media and like all this stuff. And if we're not like encountering this group, it's everything that we get is from social media, which is designed to make us more angry. But how many times have you heard like, I've heard like, oh, well, I'm usually don't like gay people, but you're cool. Or I usually yes, right. this and that. And it's like, because people mm-hmm. need that human element. Right. And the way mm-hmm. that things are being designed now is to take away the faces and make this this big, scary monster of like, Big scary monster with conservatives and big scary monster with Democrats and oh radical leftists and all this shit. It's like again, it's just not it's, the reality. It's yeah. not the reality, yeah. and and the reality is going back to like what we were saying a few weeks ago about that New York Times article where it's saying more people are socially conservative and fiscally liberal. Like people actually believe more in uh, socialist populist policies, but you know it's like that those culture war things that keep people and like. The trans thing, and it's like, oh, wait, well, I'm I don't sorry. Want the- Can you repeat that? More people are socially, socially conservative? conservative, fiscally liberal. Yeah, it's so like switching it's recently. Switching. Yeah, in the it, past it kind of explains years. why, like, the irrationality of like, you know, blue collar people that don't earn that much being really anti-trans or for whatever reason, it's like they're getting the group think around that, and it's sort of pivoting like towards more people are voting out of like their social conservatism, out of their economic interests because people are yes, the culture wars yes. are riling them up so much. Yeah, it's yeah. a minority opinion. I yeah. think the, the conservative. Is culture war and it's kind of gotten this mass popularity in terms of just being all over the internet but Alana and I like are almost delusional in the sense that we believe that everyone is inherently most people many people are inherently good right Mm -hmm. they want good things for their neighbors and it's about the messaging of how do we humanize more policy so they feel that way and like hope is delusional do you guys Mm -hmm. know PD Diabro yeah 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 yeah. so PD and I were uh, on the road recently and we were talking about whatever politics and shit and I was like saying like I weirdly have hope and we were cracking up about how pathetic it is to have hope (laughs) it's fucking pathetic but I do and like you actually have to have that delusion to go forward and um see it it surprised me when you said that because I was like repeat that because I thought you were saying it backwards no or I thought I was was hearing it backwards that's why we talked about it I'm honestly and here's the fucking delusion did it switch or or are we just, you know, capturing it now? Like, mm-hmm. did it switch? Because I, I so strongly believe what you're saying, that if people are talking to a gay person in person, exactly, and like we talk about these differences, and I'm like, I can't, I don't, th- there's such a gap. There's such a gap. And sometimes people need like a book, and it tells them how they're going to die. And we're talking about funerals, but <laughs> yeah. like what to do with funerals and how to get married and all and, these and things. And literally yeah, the die. afterlife or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. then- when they're here on planet Earth, they have gay friends and they like gay people. You know what I mean? So like when you said that, right. I, I'm i like, it's happening or is that a statistic that is being driven by some hateful machine? I, I don't really believe it, to tell you the truth. Yeah. They benefit from us mostly existing on social media where we're really riling each other up. Whereas like we've all, it happens on the left too. I We've all met people where it's like, I've met someone they're like, yeah, I'm a landlord. And I'm like, oh no. And then they like explain the parts of their job that are challenging. I'm like, I'm still pro-tenant, but I, I understand where they're coming from too. And we can't simply dismiss them. How We notice in our social media too, that we get like the most overwhelming reactions to just showing some like badass, usually female state legislator, just going fucking off about some culture war thing. And people do really appreciate having somebody in their corner Millennials and Gen Z, we're going to be, it's not just younger people, it's going to be these particular young people as as we age. How do you think, how do you, how do you think you're going to talk to them ahead of, you know, the next couple election cycles? Well, we have a series coming out this year called Microdosing Democracy. We Love are it. like sickened by the idea that every four years we are supposed to trip our balls off on democracy and mm-hmm. voting and suddenly catch up, <laughs> crash course. 
versus microdosing, which is actually a, a commitment to small incremental change that makes fundamental shifts over time. Microdosing is a lifestyle change. Tripping balls, it's like, I don't know, could be good, could be bad. Mm -hmm. And yeah. where does that leave you right. at the end? Um, so we're coming up with a serious microdose democracy where we want to do just that. Just microdose to Gen Z and millennials, the biggest voting bloc in American history ever, mm -hmm. come 2024, so that we can be prepared to vote and not be so sickened by it, but actually slowly, gently shift toward what we have to do in 2024. And we are fucking jazzed on this idea of being patriotic as hell. Yeah. There's a lot to be patriotic about. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of history in this country to be patriotic about and to claim it for ourselves. Air and conditioning. Air conditioning, babe. <laughs> Air conditioning, babe. Don't get that in Europe. <laughs> I mean, literally this right now, this yeah. makes me patriotic. Yeah. We are yeah. like, you know, a group of women from different walks of life with different perspectives coming together to talk freely. That's fucking lit. And yeah. all I want is an America that lives up to the Alana and Broad City gif of the yeah. American flag. Me too, baby. Me fucking too. Yeah. I, that's, I want to yes. fucking salute yes. some shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to. And there's plenty to salute. You know, I'm not going to mm -hmm. um, stand here and be like, I'm a digga -da digga -da Democrat. You yeah. know, it's mm -hmm. like I'm progressive. I, mm -hmm. I vote within the Democratic Party because that's, it's a two-party system. That's the party that yeah, is- The next best step. Yeah, yeah, and that's the party that is for basic human rights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot to be progressive as hell about from the past three years. Mm -hmm. And I want Gen Z and millennials to understand that if we truly rose up in the numbers yeah. that we have behind us, we actually have these numbers. If we rose up and voted, we could in one fell swoop change the country, make Absolutely. it progressive. We could yeah. have all, we could have all Gen Z and millennial politicians or majority if we wanted. At yeah. local, state, yeah. and federal mm -hmm. levels. And what I love about Generator is that it does, it clearly does have the point of view that like consistent engagement, like obviously Joe won, but then we don't all fall off. We can still criticize him. We can That's still right. keep the pressure on. It's mm -hmm. not for like sure. every four years we suddenly are like, oh, we have to like get our dicks up for this guy we don't really like that much. It's <laughs> like, no, the whole four years you can <laughs> be pestering him and like trying to get on his ass because we, like you said, like they work for us. That's just so brilliant because I think that right now in America, the way that we deal and engage with politics is like the Super Bowl, where it's like right. most people aren't watching football mm, every day. Mm, mm. They just when the Super mm. Bowl comes around, okay, what are all my friends doing? Oh, what am what is my dad root for? Or like my dad's a Cowboys fan. I guess I like the Cowboys and like That's going so like funny. that. That's yeah. so and, true. And it's like we need to be actually every day, yeah, like. What is this policy? What is that policy? What's the land usage and zoning and all of that, mm. like, engaged in our things, you know? And and the yeah. reality is, like, what I've heard other people say, you know, is, like, you get the rep representation you deserve, too. Yeah. And it's, like, if you're not, like, paying attention, if you're not, yeah. like, taking people to task and stuff. Yeah. There are people whose jobs are like corporate lobbyists. That's all they do is yep. all up in their mm -hmm. shit, like pushing, pushing money, money, money. Yep. And all it's day. not that we have money. You know, you have to give them money, but it's like you got to be watching them and making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. When Alana and I founded this in 2016, part of the reason we did was I come from democratic poli politics proper. Uh, and Alana thought that I knew everything. And I didn't. But we realized that the system was made purposely elusive so that we didn't engage with it. Mm -hmm. yes. And that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And part of what we do at Generator is we speak to our audience and to ourselves the way that we wish we had been spoken to about politics and government because yeah. it is confusing. It is complex. There's so many moving parts. But we are like the lowest barrier of entry to engaging with it. Like, And we try to make it entertaining and to the point and short. 
just so more people can engage. And they're not like reading, like last night I was reading the defense budget because I'm like, hmm, let me see what's up. And it was like, no, I'm going to no. go back to Real Housewives. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's even like we work in politics. I'm fucking all up in political TikTok, all this shit. And then every time I go vote, I'm like, See, yep. who are these pe- eight people mm-hmm. running yeah. that meme? Yeah, ju- judicial, whatever the fuck. And but I'm Republicans like, are making sure their people know. Well, That's Republicans right. Republicans yeah. are making sure their people know, and and those people that have run on the Republican side have said eighteen things about gay people that are terrible right. that have caught the attention of whatever Republican person, the ten Republican old people that are voting on their local elections, where one per- you know versus the yeah. one young right. Gen Z person yeah. who's like, and these oh, margins are know. so small. In some of these state races, it could be forty yeah. people or ten people. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I think there's something so punk about young people, eighteen year olds voting. The fact that an eighteen year olds vote, okay, gerrymandering fucking sucks, but put that aside. The fact that an eighteen year olds, you know, eighteen year old brown non-binary persons vote counts as much as a racist white sixty mm-hmm. seven year old person's vote Mm -hmm. is fucking lit that's fucking punk that's something to be to feel progressive about and often that person's vote was they tried to suppress it so many times before that person even got to the ballot and they still did it like those barriers to entry that we're talking about like those are put in place to try to stop that 18 year old to discourage them in the in the intermittent time those four years where the election is off or whatever the our opposition side the right is trying to actively discourage those kids from coming out by passing legislation that feels so far outside of what they would ever have wanted by putting, you know, different barriers, roadblocks in between voting. Mm -hmm. But if we can kind of, if we can flip that with what you guys are doing and say like, no, by staying engaged, you're in a punk way, sticking it to these people who literally don't want you. They don't want you to come out and they work every single day to make sure you don't come out. So say fuck you and come out and show up and put your name out there to vote, to volunteer, to advocate on school boards and all of this stuff. Like the, the one thing Republicans have been really good at, I feel like, are like targeting local small things where For you sure. can just rile up a small number of people and get a lot of really and make yep. them loud and annoying. Yeah, and like get a really like a lot of really upsetting things. We have to be louder and yeah. more annoying. Exactly. Than yeah. moms yeah. for liberty, which exactly. is like the most annoying. Yes. And no one like really no moms. Yeah. It's yeah. like two people. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's two men. Yeah. We say at Generator that we feel like the system is like physically disenfranchising. Like we yeah. know that they're like passing, I think it's over 150 state ledge bills this year alone that are in some way a, a voter suppression law. But it's also culturally disenfranchising. Like no one wants to engage with it. So we try at Generator to just bring more people into the fold mm-hmm. to your point of like, okay, let's get more people involved in the yeah. system in a way that is super approachable and actionable so that more people fucking vote. Uh, The way that you guys are talking about it, Generator has big plans, big visions, big dreams, and one of them is to have an app, like a a digital platform where you can type in your zip code and get a cheat sheet to know what's going on. We created these digital series for the 2020 election, 2022 election, based on these dance parties that we host in person Mm -hmm. called Jenny Socials, but it's Generator's cheat sheet for the voting booth, and you get a cheat sheet for your state-specific elections coming up. And wouldn't it be great to type in your zip code and know who's elected in the area and then be able to check their bio? We don't have that because progressives are not yet doing it right. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy that progressives, I know we have to, but it's like, I would pay a tax for that. Like, how do we not already have that? 
Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Before we kind of move on, um, Glennis, I'm curious. Over the weekend, there was a lot of talk about, I wanted to pick your brain about Joe Biden's fundraising numbers. Uh, Joe Biden and the DNC have have raised $72 million, which is like a lot more than the Republicans, but people are kind of like, oh, there's not a lot of smaller dollar donations. John Legend just has to throw another concert. Exactly. (laughs) When should we be worried about that? When do the small dollar donations start coming in? And how can we as people who are messaging to young people who don't necessarily have a ton of disposable income, but may Mm. be interested in like, do you think that's going to pick up? When do small donations pick up? What do they mean at this point? Wait, I have a question because I'm literally general education that's low you're saying yeah i think his, his i don't know low. the exact the 72 million is not i should clarify he's made 72 million dollars which is an insane amount but he's Huge. got it mostly from very rich people a couple very rich people he does not have a lot of small dollar donations which are apparently i've read over the weekend a sign of health what do you think well i disagree and I, i'm gonna say something slightly controversial one though keith uh who was just talking about he made a really funny meme uh this weekend about that fundraising number oh, which cool. is like sleepy joe they call me sleepy joe so i tucked them in <laughs> 72 million i'm like okay more of that yeah. Um, I don't think it should be on us, yeah, really, uh, to be giving five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars to um, President Joe all. Biden. We don't believe it should be on uh, our audience to get our mm-hmm. content. Yeah, I do think we should lean into the very, very, very wealthy individuals who are able to fund that amount. I think that if we as citizens of this country want to give smaller dollar donations, they should be going to people running for school board, running for state Mm, uh, and and local elections because they need the money. Um, You shouldn't be. I feel like, you know, I hear Brian Derrick in my ear. He has a great uh, app or soon to be app called Oath.Vote, which will actually be able to help push small dollar donations. But. Uh, it shouldn't be on us. Like we, yep. like let's just learn yeah. and vote. Um, we're That's not right. rich. That's what I was thinking as <laughs> yeah. I was reading yeah. these articles. I was like, if I, I imagine being in your early twenties and being asked to give Joe Biden ten dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? Pass the student. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? That makes young people not vote for Joe Biden. The establishment, the like Democratic establishment, like doesn't know what's up. I think they know that they don't know what's up, which is nice, yeah. but they don't know what's up. This is not how you get young people to vote. You make the information clear and easy to understand and you give back as much money as you can to young people because guess what? Gen Z and millennials can't buy houses. They don't have health care. Right. Like it, it's it's so backwards yeah. and whack. It's crazy. Yeah, That's I the media like, telling yeah. us that we should be. I feel like it would be an amazing thing for Joe Biden to literally say, 
Keep your money. Yes. I'm the president of the United States. Yeah. Let's pitch him. Keep yeah. your money. I think that's a great idea. I'm going to use the connections that I have yeah. as a man who's been a senator for, for fucking 50, ever, who was the vice years, president yeah. of the United States. Like, you you guys deserve to give to X, Y, and Z if he, like, promoted yep. smaller whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of, as a Democrat, being spammed by a million text messages, yep. like, it's... I I was so like shocked by that in the last election, the way that the Democratic Party allowed just everyone's phone number to be sold to like some of them are legit campaigns. Some of them are scammers, actual scam organizations. And it's like they it would be so revolutionary for Joe Biden to say, I'm actually not going to ask you for your money. That's right. And you know what he should ask them for them to use their social media platform. That's right. And say, do you support me or do you support this policy? Share this. Even if you have 10 followers that that, like that helps. That truly helps. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, Yeah, because like you were saying before, some people, they think they have a deeply held belief, but it's something their dad believed or it's Mm -hmm. something that their religious Mm -hmm. text says. And when they genuinely interact with somebody who it affects, they're like, oh my goodness, how could I ever like, we all know trans people and it's like unfathomable that they they wouldn't use the bathroom that makes sense for them. And that's right. So Mm -hmm. few Americans actually know them. Um, so yeah, like, yeah, like Glenna said, like, yeah, if you, if 10 people see your little social media post where it's like, people should be able to use the bathroom, that might be 10 people who didn't really consider that before. That's right. Exactly. And yeah. It's just, it's just like, a, it would be nice if for the Joe, but like, <laughs> if like there was more direct talking to That's right. this youth voter block, which is what y'all are doing, but from the establishment yeah. of like, look, like. Because sometimes I'm like, y'all are really on, like, we talk about all the time. You guys are talking about abortion. Y'all couldn't, you, it's been 40 years since you guys yeah, could get pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. are talking oh, about oh, students, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all could, y'all been on menopause, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, uh, yes. If, it doesn't even involve like Kim Reynolds of, being like, everybody come back, we gotta ban abortion. It's like, okay, bitch. Yeah, okay. yeah but it's like, the, the small amount of women that are even in your fucking lesbian, you know, Congress, Senate, or whatever, I know. like I know. are all old. You, you, you don't want to raise stu- like um, minimum wage. When was the last time any of these people That's had to right. work minimum mm-hmm. wage? That's right. Uh, you student loans, like when was the last? So it's just College like costs thirty thousand dollars total when right. some right. of these people also were going houses out. cost twenty thousand right. dollars. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No house. So- there's no housing. There's nothing. There's whatever. So it's like even. More importantly than like give me money, it's like hearing like a radical. It would be just so radical to be like, listen, I fucking hear yeah. you. I know all the things that are happening. I think like we were talking about after, you know, when Trump was, it's going to be hard with 2024 because when Trump was in president, it's like, oh, okay, well, at least Biden like is going to come fuck shit up or Biden's going to at least, and he has, you know, shit has gotten. I remember the week when Trump said all this shit about North Korea and I was like shitting weird for a week because I was yeah. so nervous. Thinking we were going to get like Did nuclear bombs. I know, so I know. That's not happening and that's great yeah. and that's why people voted for Biden. But it's at the same time, I'm like, I would love if he, if I heard some kind of targeting towards me or towards, yes. you know, towards young people that were like, we get it. Totally. Yeah. Here are the things that we're trying to do. Not, But the thing is, everything that they try to do, they already try to compromise with Republicans 
And then, they, oh, here's all these stipulations. And these motherfuckers don't pass it anyway. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, again, delusionally hopeful. But I think that it's slowly happening because the White House is starting to like reach out to digital yeah. creators, yes. understanding that that's who's actually reaching the people that they want their votes. Mm-hmm. AOC endorsed Biden um, recently. And it's like, you know, she... She pushes Biden. Yeah. She challenges yeah. Biden. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, she must feel supported enough mm-hmm. to endorse him this early. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, she's that's no that's mm-hmm. no fucking pushover right, right there. Yeah. That's somebody yeah. who's always thoughtful about every decision she makes. So I feel like it's slowly could be happening. Mm-hmm. And again, in one yeah. fell swoop, we could be voting in more Gen Z and millennials at government level, yeah. at, at state level, at, as government officials, if we if we do it, if yeah. we do, and, and those if, are the people yeah. writing the congressional maps mm-hmm. that ultimately right. depend That's on our, right. our national. So you mentioned earlier that you feel pretty hopeful about TikTok in terms of pr- getting progressive messaging and speaking to young people. You've been more active on TikTok. What is your yes. kind of like goal for that? Oh, my goal. Um, so like Instagram has become mm-hmm. as a uh, uh, Miami based comedian Amber Joy Lane recently articulated to me your resume. Mm-hmm. It's like this resume so now true. of like, this is the person that I am and my beliefs, which I really did because of gener- – it really became true for me because of Generator. I don't know. It's like – it feels so expose- exposing. It feels so – like to do like an ass thing or like mm-hmm. Yeah, like be silly and absurd and like yeah. yourself and or, – Or something. Like it, it feels more like a job resume. Yeah. Whereas TikTok it's is like LinkedIn, so stupid. Almost, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Especially in creative. It is like a LinkedIn. TikTok is so stupid. It's so much fun. I've just yeah. been having so much for fun. And it took me like literally two years to get there, especially with the help of Madeline and Glennis. <laughs> and like Glennis, you know, Generator for me is like – it's it's hard for me to like separate it's it's part of like my whole the way I see everything the way that I I approach comedy is from a mm-hmm. place that is the same place that I create for generator so um we've also been like shooting the shit on it and we're like sh- I'm like should I do something like this she's like yeah but do it like this I'm like yeah cool. yes. like it's just yeah. there's something more exciting about it and funnier it's playful and um just silly yeah it's also playful, dangerous irreverent. Yeah, in, in that, yes, in that is, there's yeah. like so many trolls, and you know, oh, but yeah. I don't even. Go, second, yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't care about. I don't them. even do yeah. comments. I don't even. even I was gonna say this before to you, but like the the SAG mm-hmm. comments, like since Broad City, I'm just like no comments. I, I'm yeah. not gonna read comments. I I don't care. These people, like trolly com comments, that isn't a real person to right. me, and mm-hmm. I refuse mm-hmm. to believe that that's a real person. Even and they tend it, not to actually be real people. It's correct. like user 852432, yeah. yeah. and they're like correct. misspelling everything, correct. and it's like, and, you're good? And it's yeah. like, so like, I don't know, Instagram, I've been like, have this barrier to entry lately, whereas TikTok, it's just so fun and so silly, and it feels like the girlies like whispering yes. to each other, yeah. mm-hmm. whereas Instagram, it does feel like a job yeah. resume my favorite is the tiktoks that glennis puts on her instagram stories oh, yeah <laughs> my dumps yes yes yes, yes. Slow them down. i was i was no, sick never. <laughs> yeah you recently i want to we're going to get back to some more culture war stuff but i did want to do a very quick game uh themed off of a tiktok that you did that went pretty viral okay when you were discovering that Ron DeSantis is indeed only 44 years old and i believe gnarly your husband's Disgusting. older no my husband's younger he's oh, 43 oh. and he's like gorgeous and brilliant and so engaging cut this not a <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's too nice to men on the boat. No, Sorry, no. it's true, and it's the true. fact that Ron DeSantis is a year older than him is fucking crazy. A, a ghoul with mm-hmm. you know who seems to have like tin organs. That's what Ron DeSantis <laughs> seems to me. Yeah. Gum and aluminum cans and as like his inside. And like meatballs. he's been here so long. So uh, meatball we're gonna fucking a Ron. Mm-hmm. I love it. Who I love that he think, hates it. Who do you think's older, Ron DeSantis or Adrian Grenier? <sighs> Wild. 
Um, I guess Adrian Grenier because he was in Crazy Video. Yeah, he is three years older. Why y'all? Adrian Grenier is forty-seven. Do you guys remember Crazy? Yeah, even Adrian Grenier is like, oh yeah, or whatever. With Melissa Joan Hart. With Melissa, yeah. So that is so silly, dude. Ron DeSantis is a little baby. Such a little. He's so yeah. Ron DeSantis or Stevie Aoki? Who do you think's older? Oh my goodness. Um. I know the answer to this, I think. I think I know, yeah. I think I know the answer to all of them. I I genuinely don't. I have no concept of how old Steve Aoki is. I'll, just be, I'll be perfectly honest. He knows K-cut people, so I'm going to say he's older. He's 45. This was inspired by an amazing commenter on your video who said, Pete Wentz is the same age insane. as Ron DeSantis. That no. one's insane. I that died insane. when I, I read that comment. I was like, no. Jamaican yeah. pride, Pete yeah. Wentz. What about Ron DeSantis or Chris Pratt? Pete Wentz is Jamaican. Jamaican half. What? Mm-hmm. Yep, look it up, look it up, look it I up. I will, one, but I'm going to just believe you too. <laughs> Do you uh, think Chris Pratt is younger than Ron DeSantis? Chris um, Pratt? Hmm. Similar. <laughs> uh, performative evangelical. Um, I'm going to say Ron DeSantis is older than Chris Pratt. He is one year older. No, I'm I was going to say, I was like, maybe they're the same age because I feel like they've fallen prey to the same force. That's true. <laughs> They're like months apart, and some other people that That's are the same. Interesting, age, yeah. they have become subject to the same algorithm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They have the same feed, so I feel yes. like the internet knows their similarity. Mm. I feel like Chris Pratt is doing more hype priest. Oh, like he's what's that? The hype priest, like the priest that we're like, oh, like the Balenciaga. I can't. Like yeah. All of that. He's trying to get like, the cool people with Christian in. Like I love being song. Jewish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell but you got to look up uh, Kourtney Kardashian and all of that. And the person who spoke She's at Kourtney. She's with hype priests? Hype priests, yeah. The person who um, officiated her wedding. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Drama wow. rabbit hole. Wow. Quick, 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 quick. I'll go down it. We do have to move on to our next segment, which is our men. Okay, today's man mm. is Senator Tommy Tuberville. This man, oh my god, Tommy, devastating. His I, name is a caricature of a name. Yeah, literally Rugrats. Yeah, Rugrats yeah. Tuberville. And Should a football coach from Alabama is also just like a parody of like, especially because it's like there are a lot of incredibly <laughs> intelligent people in Alabama. Among them, Doug Jones. <laughs> They 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 got Doug right, Jones right, out of the Senate. Right. He literally like prosecuted right. KKK members. He was so cute, he Doug Jones. He was such a yeah. Person. He also he like got my... Katanji Brown Jackson. He was like her like Sherpa during the um, confirmation. He's just a doll. He has a really cute like gay son. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That is Alabama as well. But Tommy Tuberville, unfortunately, is now the senator of Alabama. Have you guys seen what he's been doing to the military budget? This is crazy. I, was, I just saw this um, clip of him on CNN not not <laughs> understanding what white nationalism right. mm-hmm. was and is clearly a white nationalist himself. Yeah. He spent, um, he was in the headlines for a few reasons. Last week he spent like, he had like an interview every single day where they're like, you sure you don't think white nationalists are racist? And he was like, I'm sure they're just Americans. They're MAGA Republicans. Eventually he had to relent and say that, acknowledge that a white nationalist was racist. But oh, what he's been doing oh, for months okay. is that he has been holding up hundreds of military appointments. This is a Republican. I always thought that at least Republicans were like yeah. famously pro military security and defense. But no. since February, <laughs> this man has put a senatorial hold on 270 incredible military personnel moves. Basically, incredible. he's keeping them from getting a confirmation vote. He says he's doing this to protest the military's policy of providing leave to and reimbursing members who travel out of state to access abortion. So after Roe, 
people, the military was like, if you need to access this procedure, you can. And obviously, get an abortion for whatever fucking reason you want to. Because we, we need here. soldiers. Right. Right. That's right. the thing is, it's like, because if we have a service member who wants to remain We need the one, poverty draft. They w- that yeah. would actually be good for us. It's also so funny to me in general to be like, the US military is too woke. Like the uh-huh, famously uh-huh. fucking well, that's, woke Pentagon. Yes. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Well, that's what's been going on with this budget entirely. Oh, Last gosh. week, the, the House passed a, a military budget. They stuffed it. It's normally like a bipartisan, like, mm. of course, we'll we'll give the military the money that they need. But no, the, the, the Republicans, there's this one guy, Armed Services Chair Mike Roberts, he's a Republican from Alabama, said uh, he stuffed, he helped stuff it with like bans on, Trans uh, gender affirming care for their families, bans on this abortion policy, bans on DEI, bans on renaming military bases uh, that are named after racists. But Armed <laughs> Services Chair Mike Rogers has said that all of these things are necessary to, quote, help build the ready, capable, and lethal fighting force we need to deter Ooh. the Chinese Communist Party. Oh, wow. It's so unhinged. It's, like, it's like xenophobic. Weird. It's a turducken of like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fear mongering of yes. the Cold War. If there are trans pe- kids, we will lose the world war to China. Of, which by the way, let's not even get into yeah. trade and, and how, whatever. Yeah. But we'll can come you back confirm to for me? If, transitioning just to be in the military. Yeah, it's, is it, one, it's like minority <laughs> rule at its finest. One person is blocking all of these people's yes. lives, That's literally. Right. Also, and I'm not sure if this That's is right. correct, so if you know or not, isn't it one of the seats for the Joint Chiefs? Yes. To me, I'm like, that is, Insane. The military commandant. Like, it's 270 people. These are all high profile. But one of them is part of the Joint Chiefs. And this position hasn't been vacant since the Civil War. Famously, Insane. many wars since then. Psychotic. And this Republican is like, you know, absolutely not. And everybody's mad at him. But he's like, no, and if people are going to be able to drive to different states to get life-saving abortion care, then one I'm man. not going to. One man. One man. One Can I? man. But the yeah. thing is, like. So men are not okay. No. no. Men are not, not okay. okay. We answered it. And it's yeah. like, the way that they get clout now is to do the craziest shit. I know, it's right. like, like we're talking about him. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it's not enough to hate women anymore. Now they gotta <laughs> hate women in the and all this other shit. Like they got that's how that's how we all are, you know, keeping our name, you know, and oh Tommy Tubber and we're tweeting yeah, yeah. about him and all this shit. And it's like it's just crazy. They're it's gonna outcloud each other until somebody literally it gets so dangerous. But it's also like it's like okay, cool. Anti-military is like come back around. I know, it's like, I know. Yeah, cool. Like hold, up, yeah, hold up the military. <laughs> totally, I know. Late stage capitalism, just like a snake eating its own tail. Yeah, it's really I'm wild. Like, wow, yeah, you're so woke. You hate the military. What do you hate? Yeah, well, well, guns are too woke. Let's get those out of the streets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. When are they going to start saying guns are too woke? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is I, I think it's important that we use nicknames like Donald mm. Duck for mm. that guy and Meatball Ron yeah. and Rugrats mm. Tubyville. Rugrats, <laughs> has he been in the military? Nope. Yeah, unbelievable. No, of no. What a of course not. bitch. What yeah. a fucking bitch. Exactly. Exactly. Also, they're like, oh, the drag. They talked about drag in the military, and I'm LOL. like, LOL. Oh, listen, I love watching gay people in the military on TikTok. Me it's too. Like, Me Gen too. Z at war. Mm-hmm. Gen Z at so war. funny. All, like voguing. Oh, like, it's like, so sweet. Like, okay. so, it's so sweet. It's so funny. That is troop morale. Come yeah. on. That, and that's that, patriotism yeah. for me. Yes. Really. yes. For that I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like gay soldiers. Like that's imagery I can get down with. It, but it's also mean? like been forever. But it's also like there's not a drag show. And like this guy's right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it like, it's also like, it's also like, like, guess what, bitch, where the drag show is? In your head. You're right. obsessed. You're yeah. obsessed with gender. You're confused about your, you're obsessed with gender confusion. You are obsessed with gay sex. You. Yeah. You are yeah. obsessed yeah. with women's er, like erotic yeah. ownership. Yeah. You are obsessed yeah. with it. 
Well, we talk you about can't that. Make something happen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, true. Republicans or certain Republicans, many, most, are obsessed with. <laughs> Not all. I know, I know. I'm yeah. like keeping time, like a politician yeah. at heart. Like, are so obsessed with telling us what we can and cannot do with our body, our self determination. Yeah. They want to hold it. And it blows my mind. And like, it's like, what do you want to do with your body that you're not doing? Mm-hmm. This isn't about me, babe. Yeah. Right. This is yeah. about you. This is about yeah. your confusion, your desire. This is about you not be not feeling like you can do what you want with your body. It's not about me, babe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always that thing to me where I'm like, what do you actually think is gonna happen if you <laughs> see a drag queen? Like, like yeah. you can kind of tell that it's like that like immediately like, yeah. Russia just takes over happen. all of Eastern her Europe. Extremely beautiful. Like and I'm like, right. yeah, it's just very, what's the fear? What's the yeah, fear? Yeah, what like if I hear toxic by Britney Spears by a drag queen, I'm, I'm right. gonna blow my mind. Yeah. 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 Not start yeah, you know? yeah. Well, There's no joy. How yeah. do you balance? And I think about this a lot. I think we all do as like people that create content around this, like pointing out how inane and how stupid it is. Because like my instinct is always to troll these idiot motherfuckers so bad. Fuck them. But Leave like, them behind. Leave them exactly. Behind. Our parties are so much better. They are yeah. so angry that they can't party with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. That they they it makes them so angry. That was like I think um, Donald Duck's big change over. He used to be a Democrat. He gave money to yeah. Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it started, like, I think he just doubled down when it was like, oh, fuck you, bye. You know what I mean? And, like, you can't party with us. You can't sit with us. Um, also, when he saw how much money he could make. Yeah. Right. Well, girl, it's crazy. It ain't there anymore. Yeah. Ask Deutsche Bank if yeah. they got money. Yeah. Well, the family. The family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all going to jail, too, hopefully. And and it depends with our... Um, yeah, I'm going to knock on wood. Yeah. Um, Find some wood. It also depends, like, on what our goals are. If we're doing, like, progressive nonpartisan content versus, like, electoral cheat sheet vote for this person like progressive nonpartisan we actually don't even need to say democrats because who wants to even hear any of this shit Mm -hmm. yeah the structure that we all hate this bipolar two-party structure we all hate let's not even talk about it let's talk about what we can be patriotic as hell about let's microdose democracy but beyond that it's like I don't want to even, I don't want to say their names. I want to say Rugrats Tubyville. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to giggle myself because mm-hmm. you're taking away my joy on a daily basis yeah. and ruining the planet we all want to keep living on. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah. fuck you. Ron you don't even get to. Ron be partying with people like your husband in Brooklyn, but he can't. Yeah. He's a 44 no. year old trying to be. A meatball. We got to yes, call him Meatball Ron. Yes. Ron. Well, the Meatball Ron. The Meatball Ron. Yes. Well, he's probably surrounded by people like 20 to 30 years his senior all the time. Like oh my he, God. Doesn't, he doesn't get to. Again, like hang. He doesn't yeah. get to my my He's husband's like forty two, and I'm like, Literally. we're out here having fun. Yeah. We're traveling. Mm-hmm. We're going places. We're enjoy. We're we're enjoying life. Danny yeah. is and two years younger than Danny. Ron my husband is two years younger than Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. which is crazy when you look at like he just spends all day talking to like like Mitch McConnell and like truly yeah. ancient. Do you guys know Josh Gondelman? Yes. yes. He I was just hanging with him the other day and he I was telling him about this TikTok and mm. he said Ron DeSantis has the is the spirit of an eighty six year old in the body of a sixty two year old who's been alive for forty four years. <laughs> and that's like, Josh oh, Gondelman. Josh, Josh Gondelman. Oh, oh, Josh. That's what, it, yeah. what I was gonna say it was like it, it drives them crazy that they can't um come to the parties. That's exactly that's right. why mm. um these guys will lie about being moderate or whatever. They, it's the same oh, on kind the dating of ethos apps. on yeah. dating right, apps. Right, right. Like this has happened where I accidentally went on a date wow. with, with a Republican guy. And Yikes. I'm like, yo, like when you voted for Trump, you lost your 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 yeah. ability to date a cool black comedian that's right. that lives in New York. Like that's right. yeah. you don't get Period. access to me anymore. Like that's it, dog. Like yep. and they don't want to have, you know, have their cake and eat it too. That's right. But also 
just in my personal philosophy and all this stuff, you know, I would get my hair braided. I would go to like the ends of Flushing to like um, my hair braider is like super religious and all this stuff. But, you know, when you get your hair braided or get your hair done, it's like five hours, a lot of hours. So she's like, what do you want to watch on Netflix? And she's like, oh, my God, super religious, like Bible quotes all the time. She's like, oh, my God, I love Pose. I watched it three times. I didn't even know that they were like that. Like she was saying things that maybe, you know, but it's just like, wow. Yeah. Like she didn't know any. But like this show that's engaging, that has good characters and good stuff. And it's just showing these people live their lives has really opened the eyes that's to that's right so when someone says something about trans people around her she's like but that's not what i saw in pose and that's what mm. it, you know that's the important of storytelling that's for right me. that's and like, right you know in my like comedy and what those things i st- it's like it's important to call out like meatball around and all these things but it's also like just to show what life and reality yeah. is like mm. for many people's lives and like just to add to that really quick is that i think that people like find religion because they have faith in humanity Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. the algorithm that runs religious institutions perverts it i think people a lot of people get into politics to help and serve the people and then the algorithm that runs the political structure two-party structure perverts that and says meatball ron who used to be a moderate republican i recently found out Mm -hmm. uh meatball you want to now like make money and get tons of attention that's really what it is you want to get tons of attention for being a shithead or whatever and then he can follow that so easily which is why i think it's important to do i don't even know this stuff i'm just naming Mm -hmm. campaign finance reform tax billionaires like if we just make the system a little bit healthier it would be so much so much healthier yeah and i think that visibility point that we've been talking about is why we've seen them going so hard on like b- making making books not available to kids yeah. and like trying to change what what people can actually see if how much trans joy or just trans living of your life a person can see in their day to day you know algorithm but also just like actually out in the world yeah. making it harder for trans people to use the bathroom that they identify with in Florida because when people actually do see it in action and actually see how just like innocuous and normal that actually what that actually looks like when they actually have a trans coworker who's living their life normally when they actually have a kid in their in their kids class who's transitioning and they see what that actually looks like and oh my gosh that kid actually is so much happier and i can see it on their face that is what's going to change people's minds and so that's what i think they're they've been fighting so hard to like stop and make less visible. I think that brings us perfectly. I mean, you guys talked about the power of storytelling. I wonder, obviously there's an actor strike now and there's a writer strike, these (laughs) twin strikes. We've been talking a lot about how kind of people feel, right. People are feeling, I think in the past couple of years, people are more willing to acknowledge that like you're closer to being, um, you know, on food stamps than you are to being a billionaire. Um, Do you think, you mentioned that you saw some like anti-actor strike thing. I mean, I'm just curious about general reactions to what's happening and how long and what what you're thinking is going through the minds of the studios who seem to be out of their minds with this. (sighs) Where should we begin? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that somebody made a point online that it's like, well, first of all, I think that the causes are going to be way more advanced with actors now, like That's right. because it's like recognizable things, and you're seeing people oh. from the shows that you love, like um, the, the this one, Kimiko Glenn. Mm-hmm. She was in um, Orange Is the New Black, sharing her residuals and seeing it as twenty seven dollars when Orange Is the New Black put Netflix on the map. Yeah. Like I think it's seeing these stories in a personalization, and I think it's also too 
that social media and times and all this stuff like these people used to um equivalent visibility with wealth That's and it's right. like mm-hmm. oh we see you on tv or i see you on social media you have all these followers that means you're rich and it's like it doesn't mean that anymore it hasn't meant that for a long time because of this whatever so i think that like now is the time when we're really getting to tell those stories well, I also think it's really interesting to see, like, because now we have, you know, like, like Matt Damon is on the picket line, right? And obviously, Matt Damon thank you, has, gets, th- and thank you to Matt, Matt Damon. Where's Ben Affleck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure well. he's whatever. Anyway, I, don't, I actually don't know what he's ben Affleck getting Dunkin' Donuts to. for everyone, yeah, and then exactly. he's gonna show up. Exactly. That would be so cute. Ben yeah, ben, if you're listening, Dunkin that would pick. actually be really cute. He's on the Dunkin' Donuts picket line, but he so like you see an actor like Matt Damon who does pull in, you know millions of dollars when he does a movie but then you actually look at that's actually pennies compared to the salary of the people that we like david zaslav makes 350 million dollars a year it's actually so even the top echelon of actors that sometimes people are like oh these like wealthy millionaires i'm like Right, but we're actually fighting against people who are straight up billionaires. And like he's wearing like th- like tight thongs and running and jumping and <laughs> yeah, in makeup yeah. for an hour and a half yeah. every and day. Like it takes like two years to make. Robert De Niro can't retire. Robert De Niro got to keep making movies yeah. with yeah. his damn kids. That's right. And yeah. keeps having it. No one telling him to do that, but. <laughs> I've been letting reproductive choice for Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. I've been letting the ladies go because I have so much to fucking yeah. say. Okay, so Hollywood was recently taken over by tech companies. Yes. It's not even Hollywood anymore. And we all know like the big bad studio heads, like whatever, you know. Say less. They need to say less. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant me. Because I because because honestly, <laughs> no, like more, I do more. need to say less because no, 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 we no. all know, you know, poor Judy Garland. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, MGM. You know what I'm talking about? So like we know big bad studio heads, but the tech shit is just wild. And I, we were talking about this before, like going off on billionaires. Like they dehumanize us. They dehumanize their workers. And it's so interesting. That's such a good point about Matt Damon. They even dehumanize the, you know, uh, handsome, white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy that they want to be who's their avatar. In their minds, they're fucking Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. They even dehumanize him to the point of not, they are so far off. You know, Fran Drescher was saying, we're so far in these negotiations. Mm-hmm. They are so far off from what humanity is. At least the, like, OG legacy studio heads knew what people did. These billionaires who, these billionaires do not move their bodies among people. Mm -hmm. They do not travel next to people. They do not sweat near other people. They do not see other people eating. They are not pissing next to another person. They aren't caught in the rain with another human being that they don't know such that they relate to them. They are dehumanized. They are less than fully human than us. They are so dehumanized, they literally don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they were so, and I'm pissed, I'm angry, but I'm like, actually they're they're weak-minded. Yeah. They, they truly thought that they could write off actors. You thought you could write off Meryl Streep, yeah. bitch? You thought, I mean, and Matt Damon is the perfect, just like, you thought you could write off Jason Bourne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He left again. his press, dog. You have no idea how he sweats next to people. He's working among crew. He's pissing mm-hmm. next yes. to the Teamster. Mm-hmm. You you are so far removed from reality. And these billionaires want to go to space. Go. Yeah. Leave us, planet Earth. Mm-hmm. We will clean up. We will heal without you. Go. Mm-hmm. You don't, why do you even want TV and film? 
just like it, it's their Instagram posts, a whole show. It's control. It's like money. They have to hoard the GDP of a mid-sized country. They, for they what? Are, for what is wrong with you? They are There's so far wrong. off. They are dehumanized. Yeah. They do not know what it's like to be a person among other people. They are so far off. And we don't need them to spiritually or intellectually get there. We just need them to agree to the no negotiations. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think, you know, writers are just like shit on. And it's like, I just don't even, I didn't realize like until the strike how, how much, but actors, it is disturbing that they thought that they could overlook actors. That is disturbing to me. And I, I think that these negotiations, I don't know if the yeah. actors is gonna happen, is gonna come together soon, or if the whole thing is gonna stay mm -hmm. um, in solidarity. But I, I think the end of the year is what we're looking at. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've at been best. saying, November. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's wild too, because I, I watched the press conference that Fran, Fran. and my mm. my new king, Duncan Crabtree <laughs> Ireland, who speaks fluent Spanish. People which love Duncan, not, we here for Duncan. I was yeah. not expecting that moment, um, but Either way, like one of the things that they talked about in this is that like one of the proposals they put forward is for AI to be able to scan background actors Insane. and, Black and mirror. steal your yeah. face and use it in perpetuity forever. So what they're basically proposing is number one, to use background actors to also get rid of their job forever. That's right. Like we're gonna use your face to make you unemployed. Yep. And then number two, if one of those background actors becomes famous later, now we've got your face and we actually have you forever, which is again, now they're running afoul of the Meryl Streeps and the Matt Damons who also see, you know, maybe they're not necessarily personally worried about their residuals, but I don't think Matt Damon wants a studio to own his face forever and ever. It I don't think Meryl- shit after he dies. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Meryl Streep wants her face owned. No human owned. No ever in any industry wants their face owned by a corporate entity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the easiest thing to explain even to the people who are like, totally. oh, these actors are rich and da da da. It's like, okay, but would you want a robot version of you to be owned by a tech company and they can use it in whatever way they want forever. And you're paid one time and it's probably like $50. Yeah. And Amigo Glenn was like, it's my tits. My tits are on yeah. Netflix forever. I deserve to be paid for that. Yes. Yeah. And like for what? Profit? Right. Yeah. You already make billions. Mm -hmm. If you're making $350 million a year, you're making a billion dollars in three years. Yeah. I. It's it's so mm. it's so inhuman. It is so inhuman. That's why I don't even think these arguments of like I don't think these arguments even work. No. I think it just has to be like here are the points. We're on strike till till right. Yeah, uh, and them, just meet us here. We know we're not going to get you. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. like you like succession. You like all this stuff. This is what it takes. I think and that was my question: Is do we think actors and writers are going to win? There's a cultural war. I this. do yes. I think so. I think yes. Because yeah. we have a, this moment. They did not expect this moment to be so visible Agreed, to yeah. all Americans. This is a labor union moment. And okay, people are trolling Kamiko because she's hot and young and a mm -hmm. woman. And people are trolling and saying, you spoiled actors. Okay, but that's also bots and who cares. Yeah. Everybody gets it because everybody is working their fucking asses off and not able to pay their mortgages today. All Americans understand. We are, yeah. capitalism yeah. is dissolving and deteriorating it is not a sustainable system especially with ironically social media mm -hmm. we yeah. are talking we know mm -hmm. what is going on and i i i think that we are winning and yeah. are winning and going to win the yeah. culture war here because everybody's feeling it mm -hmm. yeah what a wide-ranging and energizing conversation <laughs> 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 
<laughs> thank you so much we, every week be, back yeah. here <laughs> yeah. thank you so much Alana and Glenn as obviously people should be looking out for Generator Collective for Microdose Democracy and other exciting things you guys have coming up yeah Iowa caucuses six months away we'll, we'll all get through it together and we're just gonna stand the people that want to that we're letting party with us that's gonna be our that's focus right. yeah I'm uh, on tour this summer and on yes. tour in the fall so if you I need just a break tickets at BAM yay yeah. oh my god so if you need a break come hang yeah, and follow us on social media. That's where we live, breathe, and die. We'll exactly. Die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 right. Win some election. Yeah. That is our show. Until the end of Democracy, this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Up Podcast is produced by Amanda Duerman, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Rebecca Sousmacat. Social media by Amanda Duberman and Bridget Swartz. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails at SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.